Thank you for tuning in to the World Overcomers podcast. On behalf of our senior pastor, Andy Thompson, we appreciate your continued support and generosity. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast to receive updates when we post new content every week. If you would like more information or want to make a contribution to World Overcomers or Pastor Andy, visit www.worldovercomers.church slash podcast. Once again, that is www.worldovercomers.church slash podcast. Enjoy the message. You may be seated in the name of the Lord, the whole man, the whole man. One of the things that's amazing about all of this, and gentlemen, all of this, ladies and gentlemen, all of this is for man, not man for it. One of the things that can happen when you get serious about God is if you're not careful, you will start, and I, I know I refer to it all the time because it's the way I was raised, but I was raised in a holiness church. It's a highway to heaven. Then can walk up there but the pure in heart. And I, I was raised almost in a sense where the principles matter more than people. Where you start to feel like that man is made for church, not church for man. That man is made for prayer, not prayer for man. That all of this stuff that we are made for it instead of it being made for us. But Jesus is saying to them, I want you to be careful about the way you judge this Jesus thing. The way you judge this kingdom thing. The way you judge this church thing. He's talking about the Sabbath, but it's a principle that Jesus is establishing that is important for us to remember. And gentlemen, I think if anybody can remember it and keep an eye on it, it's us. Because we want to love Jesus, but we want to love him in a practical way. We want to love Jesus, but we want to love him in a way that makes sense to us. We want to love him, but we also want the Lord to love us and for us to be able to understand that somehow this thing has to apply to life. I can't be so caught up in heaven that I'm no earthly good. Yeah, the Bible says whatever I bind on earth will be bound in heaven and what is loosed on earth will be loosed in heaven, but I got to be standing on the earth to bind what's on earth and it bound in heaven, loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. I, I got to have my feet on the planet that I'm in the world, but I'm not of the world, but I'm still in it. And then I realize that all of this is made for us. All of this Prayer is made for us. Relationship with God is made for us. Covenant connection, it's made for us. Praise is made for us. You come here, we're trying to get you to praise the Lord because you're praising for you. You're not praising for God. God don't need your praise. You're praising because something happens to you when you say thank you. No, something happens to you when you say, well, God, I give you praise. Something happens to you when you say hallelujah. Something happens when your mouth is activated. You don't get a lot out of this if your mouth is not activated. The idea that you have to praise God because God needs your praise or God desires your praise. It ought to be fitting for you to praise God. But really, praise 
activates your ability to sense God. Prayer is you talking to God, but also you listening to God. A part of what Jesus is saying here is he's saying, now wait a minute, hold on a second. Because there is a question about what Jesus is doing on the Sabbath. If you read the, the New Testament, you will see that there are several instances, gentlemen, where Jesus is in conflict with overly spiritual, spooky, deep people. He is in conflict with overly churchified, pharisaical people who are living the letter of the law more than the spirit of the law. And Jesus is saying, now wait a minute, wait, hold on. Are y'all telling me that you can circumcise a boy on the eighth day in the keeping with the law of Moses even if it falls on the Sabbath? So you can circumcise a boy on the Sabbath, but I can't heal the whole man on the Sabbath? So what you're saying is the Sabbath can be so focused on circumcision, which you got from Moses, although really it's from the patriarchs, it's from Abraham and Isaac and Jacob. You're telling me that we can practice circumcision on the Sabbath, but we can't think about the whole man on the Sabbath? So we can think about the spiritual thing. We can think about the covenant thing. We can think about the churchy thing in the church place. But y'all are watching me to see, will I raise a cripple on the Sabbath? Will I heal someone with a shriveled hand on the Sabbath? You read the New Testament, you'll see that in essence, Jesus is communicating to us an eternal concept, gentlemen. And that eternal concept is that we're not made for Sabbath, but Sabbath is made for us. Now, gentlemen, on behalf of the church, on behalf of whatever church leader, whatever pastor you ever had, let me apologize and for our determination to make you fit church instead of making church fit you. Because in essence, what we have done is we've decided that church is a size nine shoe. You come in here and we say, yeah, it's a size nine shoe. Now, I don't know how many of you in here, gentlemen, even wear a size nine shoe. I do not. There's some 13s over here. So what I'm saying is, so now what am I going to do? I'm either going to end up in a shoe that's too tight that now I'm uncomfortable in the shoe. Gentlemen, this is why we don't come to church. We don't come to church because they're trying to fit us in a shoe that don't fit us. Or to fit the shoe, we want to cut your foot in half and now you are limping around maimed forever because we only think there's one way for you to wear the shoe. Or we put a shoe on you that's too big for you and now you can barely walk or run and you're tripping because the shoe don't fit you without us understanding that the kingdom is the shoe, whatever size it is that you need. When you come in here, the kingdom says, what is it that you need from the Lord? And you say, I need a size 10 and a half half and the Lord says I'm the alpha and the omega I'm the beginning and the end I'm the first and the last I'm the one who was and is to is to come a relationship with me is not about color a relationship with me is not about culture a relationship with me is not about being white it's not about being western it's not about being black it's not about being anything it is bigger than that 
but in a determination to control us, in a determination to create unity, in a determination to use Christianity to rule, not to set free. Because whoever rules the heavens gets to rule the earth. And so now, in a determination to use this to create agreement, to rule, to dominate, to get you afraid so that we can tell you how to be, we make everybody wear a size nine shoe. But that ain't the God I serve. The God I serve got 13s. The God I serve got 12s. The God I serve have sixes. If you wear a six, the God I serve who sits high and looks low is trying to have a relationship with you that's bigger than the religious expression. And a part of how the enemy has made the church and the kingdom and the message less effective is by putting it in one box. One of the reasons why some of the other world religions, I won't name them, that don't even offer what the kingdom offers are not as palatable universally is because the only way for you to accept this gospel is to accept it within one cultural expression. And that is a mistake. I didn't lose you, did I? What has happened is we have fallen into this same trap in which we have decided that our cultural, generational expression of eternal truth is the only way to eternal truth. Jesus is saying, take a second and step back and judge right. Don't be so caught up in the law of Moses and don't be so caught up in the in the in the, the expression of it and the principle of it that you miss the man. That you miss the woman. And so, beloved, for any of you who the church ever made it seem like you are not what it takes to fit it, can I apologize? That's just not God. That's church. Gentlemen, that's not God. Bible says what great love the Father has lavished on us that we should be called children of God and that is what we are. We are his children. And anybody here that's got children knows that you feel a way about your child. There's really not a lot they can do. What shall separate us from the love of God? I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, not things present, not things to come, not height, not depth, not any other thing or creature shall ever be able to separate me from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. I just quoted some scripture to you. I am persuaded. I used to think that that message meant that Paul was saying, I am determined and I am persuaded that nothing can separate me from his love. That's what I used to think it meant till I had children. And once I had children, I realized, no, it's not just a statement of determination. It is a picture. It is a reflection of the real love of a real father. It don't matter how much you mess up. I'm ready to hit the reset button on you. It doesn't matter how much you may not look like you add up. That's all right. You my son. You my daughter. You my child. And you good enough for me that as a result of my love for you, nothing shall separate you from my love. Not height, not depth, not 
not any other thing or creature, not angels, not principalities, not powers, not things present, not things to come. Nothing you did, nothing you ever do can separate you from the love of the Father that is in Christ Jesus. That is the message of Christ. The message of the cross is that your daddy is looking for you message of the cross is that your father loves you. The message of the cross is he has a plan for you. The message of the cross is that he cares about you. The message of the cross is he loves you. He may love you differently than your mama, but he still loves you. The message of the cross is that he has power. The message of the cross is he wants you to have his name. The message of the cross is that he wants you in a relationship with him. The message of the cross is you will find him when you seek him. He says, I will be found by you. The message of the cross is it doesn't matter what you look like or where you were born. The message of the cross is that God takes the weak things to shame the strong. He takes the foolish things to shame the wise. He takes the things that are not to nullify the things that are it is because of him that you are in Christ Jesus so that no one may boast before him let him who boasts boast in the Lord that he loves me that he cares about me that he's got a plan for me that he wants to talk to me that I serve a risen savior he's in the world today I know that he's living no matter what men may see he lives he lives Christ Jesus lives today. He walks with me, gentlemen. He talks with me along life's narrow way. He lives. Salvation to impart. You ask me how I know he lives. He lives in my heart. He lives because I talk to him. He lives because he talks to me. He lives because he's there for me. He's been there for me. He's Emmanuel. He's a father. So ladies and gentlemen, anyone watching in the room, anyone around the world, we ought to be honored, gentlemen, that the Lord decided to share the title with us that he decides to pick for himself. He decides to be called Father. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever, amen. Gentlemen, God has decided to share his name with us and we are blessed. And we are made in his image. And we are empowered. And I pray that the love of the Father and the power of the Father will rest on you. I pray that he heal your body. I pray that he heal your mind. I pray that he heal your money. I pray that he heal your family. I pray that the hearts of your children will turn to you. And that your heart will turn to your children. I pray that no lie will be able to separate you from your child. I pray pray that no system will be able to keep you from your child. That is an attack against them, not an attack against you. I rebuke the devil in your life and I declare that you are free in the name of Jesus, that you belong to God and he belongs to you, that you are a son of God. You are daughters of the king and you ought to walk like it and talk like it and act like it and pray like it and live like it. Because you are his children.
Now, if you heard a word, put your hands together and bless the Lord. Jump on your feet. It's Father's Day. We are out of here at 1123. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May he make his face shine upon you. May he give you peace. In the name, in nomine patri, et fili, et spiritu sancti. Amen. Happy Father's Day. See y'all later. Bless you. Greet somebody in the name of the Lord. Bye. Hopefully you were blessed and encouraged by this message. Visit www.worldovercomers.church slash podcast for more information on WOCC and events that are coming up. Maybe we are coming to your area soon. God bless.